It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. From the 12th floor of 50 Pin Place in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, the home of 1340 The Game and News Radio 1000 KTOK, welcome to another episode of the Locked On Thunder Podcast. I am your gracious and humble host, Eric G. Thanking you so much for making us a part of your day. Coming up on today's episode of Locked On Thunder, The trade deadline comes and goes, and the Thunder make one move, and you already knew what it was. It was Timothy Lua Cabarro, who ended up going to Chicago for a couple of protected second-round picks. But since the Thunder didn't make any moves today, what does that mean for them in the future? Who are the guys that are most being mentioned as possible new additions to this Thunder basketball team? I'll tell you who they are and what they bring to the table, and which one I would be most excited about. Also in segment number one, if you haven't heard it, we have the entire Kevin Durant post-game press conference from the Warriors game last night where he goes off on the media about talking to him, not talking to him, free agency, not about free agency. 
if you haven't heard it, and I look, I am not a laugh out loud funny guy. I, I freely admit, like I am not, you know, Mr. Comedian. That's it's never been my forte. This will make you laugh out loud. If you are driving a car and listening to this podcast, pull over to the side of the road because you're going to get a kick out of Kevin throwing just a big time temper tantrum. In segment number two, we'll tell you what Alex Sabrina's status is for tonight's game. And if you missed any of Billy Donovan's comments about Alex Sabrina's after the game against Orlando, we'll have those for you again. And then finally, we will wrap things up today on Locked on Thunder and talk about what is next. Now that the deadline has come and gone, and the Thunder don't have to worry about that, and there may or may not be a, a late addition, how much, more, how much more focus can the Thunder be? How much more focus can the locker room be as opposed to maybe it was in the last 48 hours? All that coming up today on the Locked on Thunder podcast. My name is Eric G. If you don't know who I am, I work for 1340 The Game and News Radio 1000 KTOK in Oklahoma City, part of the iHeartMedia family. I am a credentialed member of the media. I've been lucky enough to cover the Thunder now for five and a half years. If you like what you hear, ask your smart speaker to play more Locked on Thunder by saying, Alexa, play Locked on Thunder podcast. Or, hey, Google, play Locked on Thunder podcast. And, of course, you can subscribe on Apple iTunes. You can also subscribe at LockedOnPodcast.com or LockedOnThunder.com. The trade deadline comes and goes. The Thunder not very active at all today, and that was pretty much to be expected. There weren't any really hot rumors about the Thunder doing any sort of business, but that normally doesn't mean anything because Sam Presti has shown us that even though the Thunder may not be the big talk of the trade deadline, he has pulled some cards out of his sleeves throughout his history that have given the Thunder a player that you might not have thought that they would have had access to at the deadline, or there's somebody just completely out of the blue. It's like, hey, he was never on our radar. How did he get here in Oklahoma City? Well, that was not the case. So what is next for the Oklahoma City Thunder as far as additions they can make to this team? The good news is, and we've talked about this before, is that the Thunder have two open roster spots. So this means they can add a couple of players. Will they do it? I think you're more likely to add one than two. The guys that are being talked about, Wayne Ellington, who was just traded from Miami to Phoenix, and it looks like Phoenix wants to get rid of him, and you bring Wayne Ellington in, shooting guard, who's averaging about 37% from three. And matter of fact, all three of the guys that are mentioned for Oklahoma City are averaging right around 37% from beyond the arc. Terry and Prince who would be a Ford, who's in Atlanta right now, former Baylor product. The Hawks seem to want to get rid of him. He would make sense for Oklahoma City to bring in as a 3 and D guy. And then there is the very coveted Wesley Matthews, which Oklahoma City fans have had their eyes on now for the last couple of years. He and the Knicks have agreed to a buyout. According to Sham Sharina of The Athletic, it's probably not going to happen because... The top bidder for his services looks to be the Indiana Pacers, so that means Wesley Matthews won't be in Oklahoma City Thunder unless something really hinky happens there in the next couple of days, and I can't see that happening. Would I love Wesley Matthews to be coming to Oklahoma City to play for the Thunder? You got it. He's the guy that would most excite me, and if the Thunder aren't going to get him, Terry and Prince excites me from that forward position because... 
he is hitting about 37% this year. He's he's hitting about his average. Every other stat that you look at with Terry and Prince is above his average. That's the guy that seems to have the most upside for Oklahoma City. But until they get that done, the Thunder will have to continue to kind of be old school about the way they go about business, which is get a lot of twos, take what you can get from the three, be what you're going to be from the free throw line, and then just have Steven Adams and Jeremy Grant get as many offensive rebounds as they possibly can in Russell Westbrook and figure out a way to give yourself as many looks at the basket as you have been doing for well, ever since the beginning of the season is probably the best way to put it. But that's where the Thunder are right now. Those are the names coming up. And I honestly, just because the Thunder didn't make any moves, I don't necessarily consider it a bad day for the Oklahoma City Thunder because the last thing you want to do if you're Sam Presti is make a trade simply just to make a trade. And I really feel like now Thunder fans get that. Felt like a couple of years ago, when when I first got back to Oklahoma City, the mentality was is that you had to do certain things because everyone else was doing them, and since you were a professional basketball team, you needed to act like a professional basketball team. Well, that's never how the Thunder have rolled. The Thunder have always been a team that has kind of soaked things in. They've had they've had kind of a Michael Corleone attitude. They let things come to them until they're forced into a situation where they feel like they have to make something happen. And I don't think there was that one or two guys out there that were worth dealing for right now. It was one or two guys you thought, man, Thunder could have had them that would have made an ultimate difference. And Sam Presti would have gone out and given up a guy like Abdul Nader or Hamadou Diallo. And I think had he done that, Thunder fans may not have revolted but certainly wouldn't have been happy if it didn't completely knock their socks off. Speaking of knocking your socks off, I think Kevin Durant wanted to do that to a few members of the media last night. What a petulant child. Okay, I know I'm not supposed to call people names. It's one of the things I cannot stand when talk show hosts do, and I just did it to Kevin Durant. All right, Kevin Durant last night, I'll reverse it. Actually, this really doesn't make up for it. This is one of those sorry, not sorry moments. Kevin Durant acted like a petulant child last night when he was addressing members of the San Francisco slash Oakland media when he didn't want to talk to them and hadn't talked in a couple of days because all they want to talk about is free agency and whether or not he's going to the Knicks. And for that matter, that's all anyone really wants to know about. All anyone cares, Kevin, is whether or not you're going to leave Oakland at the end of this year. And you're not ready to give an answer, which is understandable, but it doesn't mean that people aren't going to ask, and you're just going to have to get used to it. Thin-skinned as ever, Kevin Durant did talk to the media last night, and if you haven't heard it, this is the entire this is the entire press conference. I highly recommend you pull over to the side of the road, so that way you don't hear anything, because I think you're going to laugh quite a bit. Here's Kevin Durant from last night upset at the media because, well, they keep asking him about where he's going to play next year. We've noticed that you hadn't talked for a while. Um, is it anything to do with anything on your mind, or has it just been coincidence that you haven't talked what, for some time? Why do you care? Because you usually talk. Oh, well, I don't, feel like, I don't and, feel like talking the last couple of days. It was anything in particular? No, I just didn't feel like it. Anything to do with conversation about free agency? Yeah, that's the conversation you're going to have. I don't think about that type of stuff. That's your job. 
you've obviously been around the noise for so long. Is it bothering you more this year? Is it louder this year? It's unnecessary. You got to do Ethan Strauss who come in here and <clears throat> just give his whole opinion on stuff and make it seem like it's coming from me. And he just walk around here, don't talk to nobody, just walk in here and survey and then write something like that. And now y'all piling on me because I don't want to talk to y'all about that. I have nothing to do with the Knicks. I don't know who traded Porzingis. They got nothing to do with me. I'm trying to play basketball. Y'all come in here every day, ask me about free agency, ask my teammates, my coaches. You rile up the fans about it. Y'all let us play basketball. That's all I'm saying. And now when I don't want to talk to y'all, it's a problem with me. Come on, man. Grow up. Grow up. Yeah, you, grow up. Come on, bro. I come in here and go to work every day. I don't cause no problems. I play the right way. Well, I try to play the right way. I try to be the best player I can be every possession. What's the problem? What am I doing to y'all? So, who are you? Why do I got to talk to you? Tell me. Does that is that gonna help me do my job better? Nah, bro. I didn't feel like talking. Kevin, the uh, free agency thing really hadn't been that much of a discussion coming to you because we got it loud and clear, at least we, most of us should have, that it was off, off limits. Don't so go what's there. what's the problem now? No, just that you've been quiet and you're not usually quiet. You usually share your opinions and stuff. So everybody's like trying to figure out what's going on. And we're all getting questions from fans like, what's wrong with Kevin? I just tell him he's playing okay, but he's not talking right now. I just don't trust none of y'all. Every time I say something, it's get twisted up and thrown out in so many different publications try to tear me down with my words that I say. So when I don't say nothing, it's a problem. I just want to play ball. I want to go to the gym and go home. That's all. Is that a problem? All right, then. Yeah, I mean, how, do you, how, how are you playing? How is the team playing in the last I, couple weeks? I'm done. You know you don't care about that. I just asked you. Have a good night. The last guy to ask a question was uh, Tim Kawakami, who writes for The Athletic and started for The Athletic. I don't know who the guy was. I, I love the guy in the middle, the second to the last guy who was throwing everybody else under the bus. Hey, Kevin, it's not me. I know you don't want to talk about free agency, but there are just others of us who won't bow down to you. Dude, give it a rest, man. Stay, you you got to stand up for each other because if you don't in that room, then people are just going to run you over. And, man, did he pull the rug out from, from everybody else who is, who is trying to do their job. But what Kevin Durant should have said, essentially that three minutes should have translated down to this. I want to do what I want to do, and I don't want you to criticize me for it, and I don't want any backlash for it. So if I choose to stay in San Francisco or I choose to go someplace else, I just want you to look at my decision, be happy with it, and not have an opinion on it. I thought both Jalen Rose and Stephen A. Smith today, and both of these guys I, I like, especially when they talk about, especially when they're going back and forth on the NBA, I thought both of them had some very good points, but what they both missed was that Kevin Durant for so long said one thing and did another, that the media, the fans, 
anybody that watches the NBA knows better than to trust Kevin Durant, which is not something that has gotten through to him or has gotten through to Kevin Durant. He just doesn't know how to handle it right now. And you can see by right there, all this is mounting on him because I would say that if I were to take anything away from that three minutes, Kevin Durant's definitely leaving the Golden State Warriors despite what Las Vegas is telling you, and it it's tripping him up. He can't handle making this decision. He couldn't handle leaving Oklahoma City, and now he can't handle leaving the Bay Area. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Mary G. We'll tell you what Alex Sabrina's status is for tonight's game coming up next. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. You're listening to the Locked On Thunder Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you missed any of it, our trade deadline special was spectacular today with Josh Lloyd and David Locke. You can go back and catch that on our YouTube channel. Um, follow either Locked On NBA on Twitter, at Locked On NBA, or at Locked On Thunder. I have tweeted that out, or you can just go look up Locked on NBA Network, or I think it's Locked on Fantasy Network, and watch the trade deadline special. Those guys were great. They did it in real time. News was coming in fast and furious, and it was very informative. If you are an NBA geek, this is the show for you, both Locked on Fantasy and Locked on NBA. I'm telling you, it's highly entertaining, great information. David Locke and Josh Lloyd, check it out on our YouTube channel. Alex Sabrinas or Alex Sabrinas, Alice Sabrinas. I don't know who Alice Sabrinas is. Um, I'm sure she's a fine-looking woman, though. Um, Alex Sabrinas not playing tonight for the Oklahoma City Thunder, or, 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 he's at least listed as out. Billy Donovan gave us a little bit more information, but not much when he talked after the game against the Orlando Magic on Sabrinas' status. You know, same thing is, uh, you know, before, I know it's, 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 you guys have a job to do, and I, I totally understand it. It's hard for you guys because sometimes he's here, he's not here. He's in a game, he's not in a game. You know, he's, he's still battling through some of the things that he, he, some of his challenges, and he's working really, really hard, and we're, you know, all supportive of him behind him, but uh, just wasn't in a place to be here tonight. Um, but more, more, more personal issues that, he, that, he's, uh, that he's dealing with right now, and, uh, you know, we're, as, a, as an organization, as a team, going to try to help him any way we can. Uh, you know, quite honestly, um, you know, we just kind of go day by day, you know, just in terms of, of trying to help him be supportive of him. And, um, you know, so it's not like I have an expectation where I came in here and say, okay, this guy's in the rotation, he's playing, he's doing ABC and D for us tonight. And that's, that's what I expect. And, you know, got here and like, oh my gosh, he's not here. No, I mean, we're, Alex has been great. He's around the team. He's around us. We're communicating, we're talking. So it's been very, very transparent and open. So I'm never in a position where I'm ever taken off guard by anything. You know, we're constantly talking, communicating. He's been really good from that perspective. All right. Thank you, coach. Thank you. 
It seems like it's a mental health issue based on that answer. That's sort of the conclusion I draw, as dangerous as as that may be. And if that's the case, um, ultimately you just want Alex Sabrinas to get better. You like the fact that his team's supporting him, but you do wonder how much of a toll that this is going to take on his life and for the foreseeable future, what would be the best thing for Alex Sabrinas to do? Or Alex Sabrinas to do. Wow, it's this Alice Sabrinas thing. I don't know what the deal is. And, and I do think if it if that is the case, if it's something mental health, then maybe just getting away for the rest of the season wouldn't be the worst thing for Alex Sabrinas. And that would be better than being around the team if you just ultimately need to get help and whatever it is. You know, whenever you're in the in that bad place or he's in that position where he just can't play and he's having difficulty overcoming whatever situation it is that he's in, maybe time away from the court is the is the best thing for him. Not that support is bad, but sometimes in this world, you just got to get away, get your focus set, and then you can get back to the daily grind. But whatever it is, uh, my heart certainly goes out to Alex Sabrinas and want nothing but the best for him. Yesterday, uh, trade deadline, and what we've talked a lot about, how we've kind of attacked the trade deadline here is from a more human factor on Locked on Thunder. Last night, that was on great display. Harrison Barnes getting traded from the Dallas Mavericks to the Sacramento Kings, and it happened during the game. And Harrison Barnes and, or Harrison Barnes' agent and the Dallas Mavericks were actually working on a trade before the game, and Harrison Barnes knew about it, but went ahead and played anyway. And Dirk Nowitzki gave Harrison Barnes all sorts of props for that, saying, hey, he's a stronger guy than most. Most guys would have bounced. Obviously, there were some ties there. He wanted to play one more time for this team, and that's great. Um, what I think is so interesting about this is there are times when talks are happening, but nothing is definite. You're forced into a situation as a coach where you've got to play a guy. Then in-game, you have to pull him and let him know that he's been traded. And all of a sudden, that whirlwind life starts where you might be on the road. You may be in, let's just say for, for sake of argument, you might be in Charlotte. And your team's playing the Hornets and your home base is either Memphis or Oklahoma City. You're either playing for the Grizzlies or the Thunder. They trade you to the Clippers, and now you've got to go from Charlotte to Los Angeles or wherever the Clippers are on the road and leave your life back in the city where you are, hoping somebody's going to pack it up and, and send it to you. That is amazing. And probably the worst thing that came out of last night wasn't, wasn't even the trade. wasn't even the trade. It was the fact that LeBron James still doesn't get it. And LeBron James sends out, I can't remember if it was an Instagram or a tweet last night saying that, oh, you know, when, when organizations do it, it's best for them. But when players are doing it, they're being selfish. No, that's not it. it, it first of all, LeBron, 99.9% .9 of the fans agree with you. They want players to be free agents. They want you to have the freedom to move and go play where you want to play because the majority of fans are from America, no matter how uh, international the sport is, and we as Americans love our freedom. We love to move from job to job and place to ba place and find a better opportunity. We're all for that. It's how you handle it when you leave. That's what the fans want. 
So if you're Kevin Durant and you lose a or blow a three games to one lead, you don't go play for the team that you just lost to. And if you're LeBron James and you're going to leave Cleveland and go to Miami, you don't do something like the decision. Even though the decision really wasn't that bad because it helped the Boys and Girls Clubs of America, you have to find a way to gracefully exit. You didn't do it. Kevin Durant didn't do it. And that's why you're being criticized. It's not that you left. It was the exit that you made, in Kevin's case, where he went, and LeBron, it was more how you um, how you executed or didn't execute that. Still don't get it. This is the Locked On Thunder podcast. Coming up next, I'll tell you who won, unequivocally won the trading deadline. There was an overall winner. I will tell you who that is next, and also, what is next for the Thunder? The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is the Locked On Thunder Podcast. I am Eric G. Thank you for joining us today. Locked On Sooners is published as well. If you haven't heard Bob Stoops' speech as he gets introduced as the brand new coach of the XFL franchise in Dallas, we got it all for you. We got it all right there on the Locked On Thunder podcast. Well, actually, it'll be the Locked On Sooners podcast because this is Locked On Thunder. So just ask your smart speaker, Alexa, play Locked On Sooners, and it'll pull up right before your ears, and you can subscribe on Apple iTunes and LockedOnPodcast.com. And, of course, oh, wait, yeah, there's there's Google. I want to mention them. Hey, Google, play Locked On Sooners podcast. There you go. You can, uh, you can thank me later. Okay, so the number one winner, the overall winner, the unequivocal winner of the NBA trade deadline, that's easy. It was the Dallas Mavericks. Why would I say that? Well, it's not merely because they got Chris Stapp's Porzingis. And along with he and Luka Doncic, if Porzingis can be happy, not only did you cement the two cornerstones of your franchise for the next possibly 20 years if you're Dallas, and not only did you replace Dirk with not one, but two guys that people in Dallas can gravitate towards, but you have freed up a ton of money underneath the salary cap, and you're going to have the opportunity to go for all sorts of guys to put around and build for the future and make yourself a very dangerous ball club with, as I might add, the guy that I think is the best coach in the NBA in Rick Carlisle because he seems to work miracles with garbage rosters. What can he do if he actually has a good one? And the Mavericks have put themselves in position to do that. I cannot praise the Dallas Mavericks enough. Now, what they haven't done in the past is they haven't always gotten those free agents, which really puzzles me because I was thinking about this today. If you're going on based on destination alone, it places like Oklahoma City, Memphis, um, New Orleans to an extent, we should even be in the conversation. Really, we shouldn't for free agents. But the Lakers ought to be number one. Knicks should be number two, followed by the Bulls. Then I would say 
your Mavericks, your Celtics, Rockets, all those teams should should be the top destinations. Golden State should have been a top destination long before it was now based on location, location, location. And it just wasn't. I don't understand why people won't go play for the Dallas Mavericks. Mark Cuban is supposed to be an, a, a player's owner. He's, well, he's sort of young. He's sort of hip. He gets it. He's a rich dude. He seems like he's fun to hang around. The DFW area is great if you've got a family. It's great if you're single. There's no state taxes. And yet, the Mavericks only have one championship because even under Cuban, they've had this really bad habit of misjudging players and mismanaging their roster. This is time right now for the Mavericks to get their act together. And as far as the Oklahoma City Thunder go, and where what's going to happen here in the next few few weeks, I just one, I think the specter of any team, even when you're winning, just having the trade deadline come and go, and knowing what's going to be, knowing what the roster is going to be like at least for the next few days, gives you an opportunity to play with a clear head. I expect the Thunder to not only go out and beat a Memphis team, which is completely shattered tonight, and you have no idea what's going on in their head since they've traded like everybody. Um, but for the the next few games, Houston, whatever, that the Thunder should be hitting on as close to eight cylinders as they possibly could, and we should see this team continue to roll. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. Thank you for joining me today. We'll be back tomorrow talking about Hopefully a win over the Memphis Grizzlies. And then what's next versus the Rockets? It's all right here on LOT. Be excellent to each other. May God bless you and your family. Everybody love everybody. And peace, love, and thunder. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.